And thank you once again for joining us for this podcast. This is the Patriot Preacher Podcast. And over the last couple of episodes, when we started this podcast, we uh, we decided that we were going to be talking and addressing uh, suicide awareness. And so, uh, just to make you know, just to make it known to you, the crisis line that you can call if you are suffering from depression or if you're thinking about committing suicide, the number to call is eight hundred. 273-8255 that is 800-273-TALK and as we've been discussing and trying to make known uh, if this is your first podcast that you've listened to of mine I have two previous ones that have addressed uh, this uh, particular topic and and today in this podcast we're even going to go a little bit further into the scriptures and so to see what people can do to get help in their time of need, and that's really what the Scriptures is all about. And so just a, just as a reminder of what we're talking about here, we're talking about suicide awareness. We're talking about people who are depressed, who are suffering tremendous anxiety, and they get to the point where they feel the need to hurt themselves in some way. And so those who are the most susceptible to suicide, we've seen it really... It, it, Suicide covers all demographics, but those who are at highest risk, of course, the veterans. Uh, veterans are committing 22 suicides a day. In America alone, there are 105, 105 suicides a day in the United States, and that equals out to about 12.3 minutes someone is taking their own life. Those who are at the highest risk, of course, is the transitional age youth, ages between 18 to 24, because those are the groups that that are going through the most transitions and the most uh, changes in their life. And then you have, of course, the LGBTQ community, the individuals who are experiencing separation from their families because of the life choices that they make. And then, of course, you have the ethnic minorities, the black and Latinos. Uh, those are at high risk as well. And then if you multiply those those groups that we talked about, for instance, if you say an LGBTQ uh, Latino or an LGBTQ black person, their risk is even greater than that. And so this is why we're doing this. We're doing this to raise awareness for this. uh, Well, I I don't want to call it a pandemic, but uh, if you take on the average, it is, it is more costing more people their lives per day than the, than the global pandemic of COVID-19 right now. It's, it's definitely comparable. In fact, uh, if you look at the stats, suicide is in the top 10 of the leading causes of death in the United States. And so this is why we're doing this. And today we're going to be talking more about Scripture than we are numbers. And so uh, I want to go ahead and get into the... Uh, go to, want to go ahead and get into the scripture and today with me I have uh, brother Randall Parsons he is a member of the mouth of Joe's Creek Church of Christ that's where I'm also a member of and so it was only uh, it was very convenient for me to have him here today for me because we share a lot of the same beliefs we study the Bible together a lot and so uh, Randall do you care to tell tell the listening audience a little bit about yourself yes I'm Randall Parsons with the mouth of G Mouth of George Creek Church of Christ is being seated, and I appreciate him having me by this morning. And uh, as we study the scriptures together, and, and I hope and pray that we uh, uh, can 
can tell you something today that would be beneficial to someone out there. Uh, I've been a member of the Mount George Creek Church of Christ since uh, April of 91, and uh, it's uh, been an uh, enjoyable time. We have uh, good times, and we have hard times. We have uh, blessed times, and those good times we have is uh, so... Uh, so thankful, I guess, that we have those because we know, as Brother Dan was talking about, that uh, that uh, we can trust in God for the comfort that we have and that we can, uh, as we travel through our lives, we know that whatever happens, you know, uh, with uh, uh, being a member of the church, that, uh, that in the end, heaven will be our home if we all be faithful and so uh, I'm so thankful for again for Brother Dan having me by this morning and I uh, hope that we can say something that will be an encouragement to someone out there and so um, yeah so we kind of touched on that last week too about being a member of the Lord's Church and how beneficial that is and so uh, that's really where we're going to take this uh, episode today while we are trying to encourage people not to commit suicide, not to take matters into their own hands. We are trying to encourage people to seek help from the authority, from the only authority that really can provide the help that we all need. And so when I look at 2 Corinthians chapter 1, and I start in verse 3, it says, Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort. The, the reason, one of the reasons why people commit suicide is because they're, they find themselves in a place that they are most uncomfortable. They find themselves in a place that they have a hard home life, uh, families that are broken, fathers that are absent, mothers that are on drugs, or whatever the situation may be, or all of those combined. A lot of times, people don't know where to turn to uh, when they experience those big life changes, loss of job loss of spouse, whatever the case may be uh, for an individual. And we understand that individual suffering is different. Not everybody suffers the same way. But one thing we do know, Randall, is that the God of comfort is there for everybody and he can meet everyone's individual needs. Uh, That is true. You know, uh, it gets discouraging along the way as uh, we have uh, been talking my last message uh, was about uh, Job that, I, that we talked about there. And, uh, you know, I think about Job. I think about how devastating his life was whenever uh, God allowed him to uh, be tempted by Satan. And, and, uh, and we see that he lost his uh, material things that he had in life. And we see that he lost his children and, and to and that was the most devastating thing I think that could happen to anyone is, uh, is all the things that Job went through. And, and so many times we trust in our, our husband or our wife or uh, someone to help us along, along the way. But I guess one of the most discouraging things I think about whenever I think about Job is, is uh, the encouragement that he would have hoped to re- have uh, received from his wife uh, that uh, 
But she had just told him to curse the Lord and die. I asked him, why didn't he just curse the Lord and die? And his trust in God was to realize that in is the answer that he gave. You know, he says, woman thou speakest as a foolish woman. And so, you know, he we realize that whatever situations that we face, sometimes some we can uh, receive uh, discouragement from those around us that, uh, because they don't understand or uh, their confidence in, in Christ Jesus is uh, not what it should be. And, uh, and uh, they... Uh, and they can be a hindrance to, to to us sometimes, you know, in a sense, instead of a uh, an encouragement. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So when I go to when I go to Job, and we'll come back to Second Corinthians. Uh, the good thing about these podcasts is we can jump all over Scripture, and uh, the way I normally do it is I, I run for about twenty five thirty minutes. And that way it'll kind of keep people interested without going too long. But we can go. I can talk about Second Corinthians 1. I can talk about Job. Look at Job chapter 3 here where it says, And this opened Job his mouth and cursed his day. Now this is a, a part of, of what a lot of people do. If you go back and you read the first part of Job, and you see Job chapter 1, and you see God was not punishing him. God was just... God knew Job so well. God knows all of us so well. If we just turn to him, uh, he is going to take care of us. It really doesn't matter what life throws our way. And so uh, I go to Job chapter 3, and it says, And Job opened his mouth and cursed his day, and Job spake and said, Let the day perish wherein I was born and the night. And, of course, if you go through all of that, uh, Job 3 is a hard, hard chapter. But if you go through all of that, uh, it at the end of it, uh, you see that his friends try to comfort him. Uh, you have different friends that Job has, uh, Randall, and all of his friends. Could they provide much comfort to him? I see that, uh, that Job's uh, friends, they, they couldn't really give him the comfort that, that he uh, really needed because they didn't understand uh, what Job was going through. They thought that uh, Job was a uh, fine person, and he was. Is uh, at the beginning of Job here, the book of Job, we can see that, uh, that Job was a perfect and upright man before God, and that is the reason that uh, Satan uh, uh, seeks so hard to uh, to uh, to uh, uh, get a get a chance at him. Uh, because he knew that uh, Job was a, a good man and an upright man, and he knew that Job was a godly man. And that is the reason that, that Satan wanted to uh, 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 said, well, you know, if you just took all these things, just paraphrasing there, he had, if you took all these things that, uh, that he would uh, uh, curse you to your face, and, and then he goes on and, and he has a, ch- a second chance at him. But we see that whenever he is, uh, is it the scripture I was quoting earlier there is Job chapter 2 and verse 9. He said, Then said his wife unto him, Doest thou not retain thy integrity? And look here what he says, Curse God and die. And so whenever people think that you should t- do this to be, uh, uh, to be in a different uh, class that you are, sometimes people don't understand why Christians don't behave 
uh, take the same approach toward life's problems as other people do. And, uh, and the, the uh, reason for, that we don't do that is just like it was with Job. Job, uh, uh, he realized that God was in control and he realized that, uh, uh, that God had all power and he realized that if he just trusted in God, then, then in the end, then it, uh, that everything would be all, all right. And I think whenever we face depressing times or things like that in our life, that we uh, find ourselves uh, uh, sometimes uh, maybe, in a sense, questioning God. There's things in life that happen that I don't understand why. I don't. It's not uh, uh, that. Uh, I have all the answers, neither does anyone else. But in the end, we know that if we just trust in God and in his word, then in the end, everything will be all right. Yeah, that's right. And so I always like to point out, too, that it may not be all right in this life, uh, but we are, we are not put here to live uh, for this life. You know, as Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 13 and 14 tells us, the, the all-wise King Solomon said, let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments. People are lost today, wandering the streets in these big cities, homeless, because they don't know. They don't know their purpose here. And when people lose sight of their purpose all the way to the point where they uh, lose themselves, uh, that's when they start contemplating suicide, when their world is shattered. And so we're here to tell you today to try to give you comfort. Uh, you're not alone. Uh, the Bible tell, gives us example after example of people who faced hardships. David, read Second Samuel beginning in around uh, 14 and see all the hardships that David went through. But he relied on God. He put his trust in God. And I want you to know this morning that you are not alone ever. And we talked about Psalm 139. And I want to read those verses again just to kind of give you an idea of, of where I'm coming from. God is always with you. You are never alone. God is with you wherever you go. And I'm going to, put, I'm going to pick up here in Psalm 139 once again in verse 5. It says that, you have, that God has beset me behind and before and laid thine hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. I cannot attain unto it. Then he says, Whither shall I go from thy spirit, or whither shall I flee from thy presence? If I ascend up into heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, you are there. And so uh, I want you to know the heaven and hell there is metaphorical. It's talking about the good times and the bad times in life, wherever a person goes. And so a person is never alone. If you're thinking about committing suicide, think about the verse, the verses that we have talked about just in this short amount of time this morning. Look at Job. Job had three friends. Had three friends, and God knew. I mean, you can go back and you can read uh, Job chapter 1. God knew exactly what was going to happen with Job. Job, God knew the suffering that Job was going to do, just like he knows our life, just like he knows the suffering that we're going to do. And so... Uh, Job had three friends, Randall, that uh, tried to give him wrong advice. And then you go here and uh, you read on through here and, and you read through the book of Job. And Job always gives an answer. And then at the end of Job's answer, it says, With all this, Job did not sin, nor did he curse God, and he sinned not. Uh, 
That's true, Dan. And, and uh, you know, as we look at Job here in Job chapter 4, in Job chapter 4 and verse 7, we see Eliphaz, in verse 1 there, we see Eliphaz has, uh, is being one of the comforters who has come to visit Job. He was a friend of Job, and uh, and they had no understanding in uh of uh, what Job was going through because the devastation of his health was so terrible. The the things that he had uh, lost, the material things, he was a a rich man, Job was, and the material things that he had lost, uh, you know, uh, they couldn't understand those. And uh, we see here in Eliphaz uh, uh, talk to Job in uh, uh, Job chapter 4, and this is one of the statements that he made. Job chapter 4 and verse 7, he says, uh, this is Eliphaz doing the talking, he says, remember, I pray thee, whoever perished being innocent, or where is the righteous cut off? And this is a question that Eliphaz is, uh, is, uh, uh, is placing uh, to Job, you know, uh, who has done these things, you know, uh, he, he, says, he says, whoever perished being innocent, you know, this was a misunderstanding that he had. Or where is the righteous cut off? You know, because uh, as Eliphaz, he didn't realize uh, the things, uh, the true things. Uh, uh, he didn't have his true, his uh, true faith put in God the way they should have. Yeah, and so those verses are talking about there also. Just a kind of a side note: his friends thought that Job sinned, and the Bible teaches us that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. So this is this is the problem. Sin is the problem. We all know that we have sinned, and just because somebody has sinned or somebody is living a good life, uh, the Bible teaches that God causes it to rain on just and unjust, uh, Randall, and we have that right there in the example that you're giving. That's true, and uh, you know that uh, uh, Matthew 5, verse 45, that you just quoted there, that uh, uh, it rains on the just and the unjust, and the sun shines on the good and the evil. And we see here is, is uh, uh, Eliphaz was talking to uh, Job here. He, he told him uh, that he, in a sense, that he must have sinned somewhere, that he had done something terrible against God. And, and Job here, he, besides all these things, you know, he's having to remind us uh, that it, this is just, in a sense, this is just life. And, you know, uh, as Brother Dan was just talking about, in Romans 3 and verse 23, that we have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. And, uh, and uh, you know, uh, there's not a perfect and upright man. There's not there's not one on the earth. We know that, as we hear many people say from time to time, that there's only one perfect man lived on the earth, and they killed him. And uh, we hear that statement made from time to time. But, you know, we have to be faithful. And... As I point this out in in uh, in my lesson, sometimes many times, you know, faithful doesn't mean that we are perfect. It's just like the husband and wife relationship. And I is the scriptures that I use. Uh, you know, uh, uh, being faithful to your wife doesn't mean that sometimes you may say something that may hurt her feelings, or uh, uh, you may uh, stay gone longer than she wanted you to, or uh, you know things. But that. But, you know, the, the thing is, is even though that you uh, disappoint your husband or your wife at times, you know, 
it doesn't mean that you're not faithful to them. In the end, you know, uh, we know that uh, that the husband and wife relationship is that uh, that, uh, that our desire is to please each other, and that is the example that I think about whenever we serve God in the way that we should because, you know, are we going to make mistakes along the way? Is things going to happen in life? Are we going to be a uh, uh, disappoint God maybe at times? Uh, True, we are because God doesn't want anyone to sin, as as James says. James chapter 1, verse 13, Let no man say when he's tempted, I'm tempted of God. God cannot be tempted, neither tempteth he any man, but every man is tempted when he's drawn away of his long lust and enticed. And so uh, we see that uh, uh, even though that we may uh, disappoint God sometimes in life, and, uh, you know, we think about sins that we commit, uh, but, you know, the sin that, that we may, uh, uh, it may be a sin of omission, not just a sin of commission. And so, but we can still be faithful, and why should we do that? Because we know that one day, and we don't know when our life comes to an end. You know, it may be today, it may be a year from now, it may be ten years from now. We never know. But you know, in the end, where eternity counts, and the thing that that really matters is where are you going to live eternally? And our desire should be to live in heaven with God, because. Uh, we hear people say that uh, uh, if you miss heaven, you missed it all. That's far from being truth. If you miss heaven, you have missed the best part because hell is just as uh, long as heaven is. Yeah, and that's true. And so when you think about that in the terms of suicide, uh, 105 Americans die per day. 105 Americans a day are making the choice to forsake God and not have any hope at all. And so the Bible says, in the hope of eternal life, which God who cannot lie promised before the world began. This was God's plan for everybody. The Bible tells us that it's not God's will that any should perish. And so we're trying to uh, encourage you this morning, or this evening, if you're listening to this broadcast, you're listening to this uh, this short uh, service, you can see my phone on the screen. If it, if not, my phone number is 423-707-4178. The Veterans Crisis Line, once again, is 800-273-8255. If you're looking for someone to help you, if you're facing that depression, Brother Randall just said a lot about what God is, about what we're promised. And so we want everybody to have that hope. We want everybody to have that help. And I want to quote this in closing, uh, Psalm 46, where it says, God is our refuge and strength. God is our refuge and strength. Are you facing hard times? Are people not living up to your expectations? Are people dragging you down and making you depressed? Or is life not going the way that you thought it would? Remember this, God is our refuge and our strength, a very present help in trouble. That's who God is. And then it goes on to say, Therefore will not we fear, though the earth be removed, and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, we will not fear. Ladies and gentlemen, we are creating this podcast. We are doing this podcast, uh, this this season, this segment, to help people who are in need, who are 
who are in desperate help or in desperate need of help uh, because they are suffering from depression and anxiety to the point that they are thinking about taking their own lives. If this is you, don't hesitate to call me. I've given you my number because anybody can help. It doesn't take a psychiatrist. It just takes someone that is willing to speak up and to help someone. That's all it really takes. You don't have to be an expert. The Veterans Crisis Line, once again, as we close, is 800-273-8255. That is 800-273-TALK. If you are considering that and if you're listening to these, just know this, that we love you and that we want the best for you and we do not want you to take matter into your own hands. Call someone, get help, talk about your problems. Thank you for listening. God bless. And we will pick back up again uh, in a few short hours with another podcast. Thank you.